Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, uh, yes. Rosé all day. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's very crisp, this one. I like a crisp rosé. I don't like a super sweet rosé. Which is weird, because you generally swerve towards I, sweet on everything. Uh, not so much on alcohol. like Just on husbands. Yes. So, um, I... Hmm. Because, like, I like bright fruity, mm-hmm. but not, like, syrupy fruity. I guess so, yeah. That's true. You like citrus. You like, I like, I like citrus. citrus. Nuts, so, yeah. But this will do for you, I think. Yeah. This is a $7 rosé. $7 rosé? It's got screw top? Yeah, it's got screw top. It gets the job done. Let's we'll, we'll check back in an hour. So, mm-hmm. how's your week going? Hmm. Uh, so far, so good. Timestamp, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. This uh, past week, uh, so a, a week ago, I got my COVID shot, my second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I was fully braced to uh, feel terrible. I felt fine. Yeah. Like, fine. I woke up, I went to work, like, I didn't have a headache. Yep. I am. I felt fine. I'm the winner. <laughs> I'm the winner. I had the real COVID chat experience. You're just right. a poser. Right. I did. I did have the poser uh, COVID chat experience I did, where I didn't feel bad. I did see this thing where they're like, just because you had like a worse experience doesn't mean you're actually more immune than anyone who didn't. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is like some of the like most like American bullshit ever where you're just like, <laughs> my experience was worse. So therefore I'm, I'm coming so out better. It's better. It's like, no, no. You, everybody gets antibodies. That's literally not how any of this works. <laughs> no, you just everybody's fine. Just stop turning this, this into a pissing contest. The suffering is not what uh, what, what does makes the it work. work. It's the science. So anyway, but yeah, all that to say, I still am the better human. I mean, you just you had a more full COVID experience. Yeah, so maybe so. Whatever. But anyway, it's fine now. But yeah, but I felt fine. I think it's uh, I think it's the same genes that make it where I'm never hungover. Maybe. Yeah. I've never so, hung over either. So thanks, so. thanks Vikings. Thanks, Irish. <laughs> um, cheers. <laughs> cheers to all of our drinking ancestors. Right. We appreciate you. Yes. Um, we got a new van. Mm-hmm. That's been fun. I've been like, it's a lot of buttons I and haven't gizmos. driven it yet because I'm very intimidated by new things. Yeah, she's real I'm nervous like, no, about I it. I don't want I don't want it. She doesn't. You can drive it and like... Crash it into a tree, and then I'll feel better about driving it. Yeah, or or the house, as I've done with our car. Right, recently. or someone else can hit you. There's lots of options. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, it's nice. It's blue. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the color of a diner seat blue. Like it is. Oh yeah, sparkly blue. Yeah, it's got a lot of sparkle to it, and it's like really dark and like almost iridescent. It's, it's, it's cute. cute. Yeah, it's cute. I like it. It's. It is also a van. Yeah, let us not. A, I got the sports package van. on it. Which is whatever. Fine. <laughs> I mean, like, it just, it, instead of, like, really crappy looking fake wood, it has, like, this plastic, gray plastic mm-hmm. instead, which looks slightly better. I don't know what else it does. It's, 
just a vehicle. Yeah, we're excited, but it has um, air conditioning. Yes, which we're pumped about. It's an upgrade. Um, it has the fancy doors with the push buttons. Does to have that and, and the, the and the back gate. The back gate. It's got a sunroof, which or I've a never had. I've never had a vehicle with a moonroof. <laughs> Same. So that's Same. that's kind of new. That's what it is. Uh, it's got like cruise control and like keeps you in your lane. I never use cruise control. I use it ever. like I use it if I'm going two exits. I turn on <laughs> cruise control. So I actually took a trip to like an hour away uh, just to just, get on the highway, just to get on the highway See and like try like. to figure out how the cruise control works and make sure I can kind of figure it out and well i mean that's fun. not something you want to be uh all of a sudden yeah be like wait what button is this like while you're you know it was also a real nice day and like i didn't really have anywhere to go and you took so two of our three children took two of the three children just to get them out of the house and be like all right let's just not be here right and our third child is like i'm staying home forever he's fine without he's... other kids yeah and so i actually went to my mom's i got there she's like oh me too i'm like yeah the third one like we this was also just to get distant. She's like, no, no, I get it. Like, Yeah, we're all coming up on a year of, uh, well, we're past a year now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Of, of the quarantines. Yeah, and. Uh, it's getting old. And Adam and I go to work sometimes. So we have, like, some other interaction. But our kids, um, other than scouts, which is pretty uh, regimented. Yeah, it's like and, getting do this thing, do that other thing. Right, and scheduled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and an they, hour. Right. And an hour. You know, not even an hour a week. Like Maybe an hour. two tops, but Yeah. Uh they don't they don't get a lot of interaction that that's not each other. Right. So, <laughs> so everyone's getting a little squirrely. Getting a little squirrely. So we're you know, we're starting to open up a little bit, but it's still, you know, try not to do a Michigan. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. see what happens. So I made cold brew this week, which means for sure it's gonna snow. It's scheduled tonight. <laughs> Because it was like 70 and I'm like, ooh, you know what sounds good? Cold brew coffee. Awesome. And so I made some and I'm like, oh, now it's going to snow. Sorry, I jinxed it. Yeah. And literally it's, uh, we're predicted, we've got a freeze warning and it's raining. So there's a good chance for flurries tonight. Mm -hmm. So, and it's like the last third of August or April. Last third of August would be really weird. (laughs) Uh, It usually does not snow in August, but... It's... I don't think it ever has in my lifetime where I've lived. I mean, yeah, I don't think so either, but... But... It's out there. It could happen. It could happen. We'll keep you posted. I mean, people in Alaska happens all the I mean, time. 2020 was a hell of a year. Let's oh, see what 2021's got up its sleeves. I did uh, text my friend who's like the PTO mom and was like, Hey, uh, do they want cold brew coffee for the teacher's appreciation week and she was like sure let's do it so, so i will make cold brew coffee that's not that's not this week it's the first week in may i got first time. week in may but yeah uh but also you got to kind of read the room on that and be like so but also every, all the teachers are vaccinated now so like right you can kind of be a little and i'm also vaccinated not that like they need to know that i'm yeah. vaccinated but you know but like yeah it really it, it reduces the risk a lot like mm-hmm. this time last year it would have been like mm, no yeah, outside no. food is that's yeah, a that's a negatory it. good buddy mm-hmm. but now it's yeah i'd say it's getting better right so yay so yeah i'll make them some cold brew coffee that'll be great so i don't Pumped. know 
Ah, but we did watch a movie this week. We did. We yeah. Did. Uh, we watched Rio. All right. Have you seen Rio before? Uh, it's been on the background. Okay. Um, it has been on the background for me, too. Yeah. It is a talking animal musical. Talking animal? Is, is it a musical? I I will say it's a musical. Cause there it's, is, like, one song. There's, like, five songs? Really? Yeah. I only remember one song. Well, there's a song at the beginning. There's a whole song and dance number at the beginning. Oh, I guess so. Okay, okay. Um, Because, like, there's, like, birds chirping, and they, like, kind of build this melody, mm -hmm. and then there's, like, a whole, like, fossey Bird dance parade. number. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, but, like, with CG birds. Mm -hmm. And that's how the movie starts. Yeah, singing, dancing, bird musical. Right. Uh, only that musical gets interrupted because poachers and people stealing birds. Yes. Including our, our little blue macaw buddy. Right. His name's Blue. Like the cheese. Yes. Which he says several times. Mm-hmm. And um, so what happens is he gets stolen. He's like a little fledgling. Right. He's a little bubber. He gets stolen. Put in a cage. Put in a box. Taken to like Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Where the box falls out of a truck. Sure. And then he's rescued by a girl. Right. Whose name's... Linda. Linda. Yeah. Linda. Linda um, grows up with this bird, and they are, I'm going to say, very bonded pair. Yes. They yes. are. They have pair bonded this this bird with this human. Yeah, this uh, bird has, the human has imprinted on this bird. This mm -hmm. bird cannot go back out into the wild. Right. And also the girl has kind of imprinted on the bird and is not doing really great with the wild either. <laughs> like, so, so they have each other. They have each other. And that's fine. That's good. She opens a bookstore called uh, Blue Macaw or Blue Parrot Books. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. And he's kind of the bookstore mascot. Yeah, bookstore mascot. And um, yeah, and that's kind of the, the setup of the whole film. Yes. Is that these two are besties. Mm -hmm. uh, the bird can talk and the bird can understand her, but she cannot understand the bird. Like the bird only can talk to like the camera and to other animals. Yes. Like it's that conceit. Yes. Where, it's that we can't understand animal, but animal can understand human. Yeah, exactly. So whenever the humans are talking about stuff, he's sitting there listening to them is like, oh, yeah, OK, mm -hmm. I understand what you're saying. But then cannot communicate backwards other than like through body language and squawking. Mm -hmm. So that's the setup for the movie. And it kind of goes into the first kind of interaction between the two of them where Linda's making blue hot cocoa. Right. And he's very particular about the number of marshmallows <laughs> and the number of cookies <laughs> and everything. Like, first off, I don't know. Can. Can birds metabolize dairy? I don't think they can have chocolate. I think chocolate is toxic I to mean, birds. It is to dogs, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, like there's nothing in the bird digestive system that would make milk logical. Right. Because they're not mammals. Right. They don't ever have milk. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how, mam that's how birds but work. But maybe he's drinking like vegan non-chocolate because this bird is like a real diva he's bougie <laughs> he's bougie so i wouldn't be surprised if like linda did research and 
was like, what's the most delicious thing that I can give my blue macaw that won't kill him? You know, that's but we'll warm good. him up, then we'll be nutritional right. and right. I'm like Linda's also pretty over the top. I wouldn't be surprised if this was like mm-hmm. a uh, like a whole research project, <laughs> a whole side side research project. Uh, but he's being taunted by geese outside who think he's like kind of a mm-hmm. pansy, and you know, he's all like he's a pretty goose. He's a pretty goose. He's just. Also, geese are fucking the worst. They really are. Have They're you seen that? The worst. I saw a video of a goose attacking like tigers in a zoo enclosure, just like going at them, and the tigers are like running, like the fuck is this thing? Oh my god! Like, and it's just going at them, and then like just goes over and like gets in the pond, and the tigers are just like on the shore, like, all right, cool, you're what, pond now. Whatever, I don't, I don't care. I'm not here to fight you about the pond, bro. Yeah, I guess we, guess we lost our pond. That's too funny. Because geese are psychotic they're the worst i hate canadian geese but anyway uh while that's happening this is where we meet the you know and then one day and then one day <laughs> uh and then one day this guy slides into the bookshop uh is his name tio what's his name um i don't see something see something but i call him doc yes. like I just, he's just the doctor he introduces himself as doctor whatever is he's, he a veterinarian he's an ornithologist Oh, he's a bird He's a bird doctor. Well, not a veterinarian, like a bird scientist. A bird scientist. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess he would have some veterinary skills. Yeah, I feel like if you're like, I study birds, I'm like, great, can you help them? They're like, no. Yeah, but he's like a <laughs> conservationist slash breeder, like trying to mm-hmm. uh, help native populations be restored. And the problem is Blue Macaw here, Blue... Right, it's a super, super rare bird. Yeah, and in fact may be the only surviving male of his species. Which, again, if you are blue and you understand human talk, like, Mm -hmm. either that's an existential crisis or a hell of an opportunity. Right, right. There's, it's a double-edged sword. So, um, so the doc's like, okay, so we need to get him, Mm -hmm. we need to breed him with, the one female we have in captivity to right. ha- give their species a chance. Right. I mean, you do it in Brazil because, like, that's their native habitat. Like, you can't do it in Minnesota. The fuckers will die. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Like, it if makes we sense. If we breed, like, 50 of these things, mm-hmm. we got to have somewhere to put them. Turns out Brazil's the right answer. Minnesota, Minnesota wrong answer. So yeah. So, um... Um... So they're going to go, like, so Linda he's like, you got to come, Linda yeah. and Blue. And she's like, I don't know, like, it seems like a long way away. I'm kind of a person that owns a bookstore. We're not known for travel. Like, right. I'm like, well, she has a small business. I assume she doesn't even have staff. You yeah. Know, like, so you, it's not like, oh, I can take vacation. It's like, I am going to give up, you know. Six so, weeks so, of income. So many weekends of income, like... Yeah. You know. Now, how much foot traffic she gets at a bookstore in Minnesota, who knows. But, you know, it might be a good season for her. Mm-hmm. But also, like, this doc shows up out of the blue. Right. And is like, hey, can I fly you and your bird to another country? Right. This is, like, red flags human trafficking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, All 100%. There was no, like... They met at a, like, ornithology conference or, you know, like... Like a bird owner's chat group, at least. Right. Like, I could see if 
he was like, oh, I'm in, I'm in town for this, you know, like whatever bird conference, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm the, I'm the speaker on whatever. And she's like, I have tickets for, you know, the, the panel on whatever, you know, like some kind of, or like she was Googling how best to take care of her blue macaw and she like finds out like Mm -hmm. they're in danger. They have the only female in captivity in Brazil. She's like looking at her bird, looking at that bird going, Mm-hmm. wait a minute and then she initiates contact right that would also maybe be okay where she was like i'll come you know like yeah but like literally just the dude from brazil quote unquote right right dropping into your bookstore i know it's so lots just, of what are the odds yeah what are the odds <laughs> right yes but actually it seems like he was looking for blue like he's like i'm here to see him and oh so maybe he like his pictures on the website of maybe you know and he but even just then, like drop an email right it's like hey do you have a blue macaw or do you just have a bird that looks like a blue macaw like is that just like branding right i'm very interested mm-hmm. can, can you take some photos the blue macaw mm-hmm. also your feet no wait no that's a different uh, we went creepy again didn't we yes i think maybe maybe a bit but anyway so he um he manages to convince her um, to come, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It's for the good of the species. Good of the species. I'll do it. Me and the bird will come." And they just immediately cut to Brazil. <laughs> right. There's no montage. There's of, no montage. There's no packing and getting ready or anything like that. Like just immediately, they're getting off the plane in Brazil, and um, it's carnival. Always. 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 No matter when you leave Minnesota. It's always Carnival. It's always Carnival (laughs) in Rio. Like, it's just every every Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. uh, As long as the sun is out, which is most days, Mm -hmm. they they have Carnival. Yeah, like, okay, if you are a bird doctor and Mm -hmm. you're like, hey, we gotta, you know, set up for breeding. Mm-hmm. I assume breeding season is not like two days long. I assume there's like a little bit of wiggle room Maybe. in uh, breeding season. I actually know nothing about bird breeding season. They might breed all the time. Like there well, might be no season. Well, and it's I mean, it's <laughs> tropical. So like, right. Maybe it's a little more flexible. Would you purposely, assuming you had any flex in your time, would you purposely have them come down for carnival? No, no. Absolutely not. Parking is a nightmare. Like, travel is way more expensive. Hotels are way more expensive. A bunch of tourists floating right, around. Right, right. No. It's you're like, loud. You're, you're coming. Yeah, it's too loud for the birds to mate. Like, <laughs> I mean, unless they like a samba. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Does Carnival get people in the mood? Potentially. I don't know. Um, Seems like a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of glitter in some awkward places. Yes. A lot of people. Like, I'm... <laughs> People are a big turnoff for you. <laughs> I mean, people, yes. Per son, I'm in. But yes, one, the, but like, but like being around people, you're like, no, this is not great. I'm going back to the hotel. Not, no I'm gonna, I'm gonna like play the switch and <laughs> pretend none of this ever happened. But yeah. But anyway, if there was any flex in uh, bird mating timing, I would be like, how about you guys come the week after Carnival? Like. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're they're going down. They're in like a little 
crappy little pickup mm-hmm. kind of thing, and they've got Blue in a cage in the back. Right, like in a cat carrier. Yeah. And two other birds fly up, and they're like, hey, man, you're welcome. Yes, the, the like, red bird and the little bird. I don't remember their names. Pedro? One of them's Pedro. Pedro's the red bird. Yeah. It's Jamie Foxx and Will I Am. Yeah, Will I Am is Pedro. <laughs> yes. Uh, and they roll up, and they're like, hey, man, what you doing in the cage? And he's like, um, I... I mean, am- this is my cage. It's real nice. Real nice cage. I like my cage. They're like, whoa, you're not from here. Now, they immediately peg him as having an American accent. Yes. But... They're voiced... Right, by Will I Am, who is American. Yes. Yeah. And Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, who also is American. And, like, at least in maybe this movie... That, maybe that's why they recognize the American accent. Maybe, but, like... So well. Most of the other rest of the cast is going to have a relatively... <laughs> like, I think the most exotic accent you're gonna like reliably hear in this film mm-hmm. is like george lopez well uh, from the birds doctor oh yes okay I was from, like, the birds, from the birds anyway yeah i was like because uh dr to is a brazilian like they there is a decent the humans amount yeah, the humans are all you know okay you know have yes. a have a that that is that is interesting that the birds although most of the birds in this movie have american accents even the brazilian birds Yes. It's interesting that they peg him as American. I don't it's weird. That is weird. Hmm. I don't I don't have an I don't have an in-universe explanation for that in the slightest. I the mean, only thing I have is an in studio where they're just like, well, Will I am should not do a like Brazilian accent. <laughs> like I mean that was probably a wise choice. Probably That was probably a wise I, I think Jamie Foxx could pull it pull it off maybe. No. He's a good actor. I mean, yeah, but, like, accents are tricky. They are. Especially in, like, voice acting when, like, that's the only thing you have to go on. Right. There's no body language. Yeah. Like, you gotta really nail it or else mm-hmm. it's gonna be bad. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, but they they make it to the lab and, like, all the birds love Doc. Like, right. as soon as he walks in. Oh, he's fucking crazy. He puts bird seed in his mouth. And feeds the birds, and then offers to feed Linda. Again. From his bird seed mouth. Again, moments of, like, the fuck did I sign up for? (laughs) Like, this just, this went to a weird place? Yeah, like, he's, yes, all the birds love him, and he's obviously very, like, caring. Passionate. And passionate about his work. Competent, maybe. I mean, I assume so. But um, he got a grant to go to America to find a blue macaw in a Minnesota. Right. So maybe. Um, and it's this is like kind of a bird rescue almost where. Right. Right. They uh, they, you know, fix them up as best they can. And their goal is always to release them into the wild, assuming that, you know. Yeah. Assuming that's possible. That's possible. Or, you know, to breed them and make, you know, restore populations and all that fun stuff. Um, but. They have one special bird mm-hmm. who is Jewel. Jewel. Jewel's the lady blue macaw. She's the lady blue macaw. And she is in her own special, like... Fancy cage. It's not even a cage. It's, it's like, like a, a habitat. It's a, it's a room. Like, yeah. you would see it like a zoo. Right. It's got, like, trees and vines and shit. And, like, a glass viewing window and ventilation. Right. And, and like, a stream. Yeah. Like, this place is... Real nice. She's right. got she's got a real good setup. She's got some sweet digs. And she does not 
uh, want to be there. <laughs> she's not. She's not chill. No, she's not chill with being there. So they introduce Blue, and she immediately is like, what "The fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Why are you in my cage? Why you got to do be like this?" He's like, "It's a real nice cage." Like, seems really cool. She's like, "Cool. Are you here to help me break out?" Oh, sh- um, sure. You? Oh, you? Because she was like, "Okay, let's just let's do this," and he was like, "Oh." So no warm up. We're just we're just gonna do this, okay? Yeah. And he like leans in, and she's like, "Uh, what the fuck? Like, what 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 do you what do you think's going on here?" And he's like, "Uh, I mean, what do you think's going on here? Because I'm sure that's what I think." <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, they're watching the uh, the humans are watching through the glass, and they play Lionel Richie. Say you, say me. Yes. Which well, will be a running gag. Yeah, because they have to like uh set the mood. Yeah. And um and are is that when they're like arguing about Yeah, they start arguing and then they go like into a physical and altercation and right. Jewel kicks his monkey ass. Right. And she's like, uh, I feel like this is maybe not great. Uh and that's when I play Lionel Richie, and it seems like uh they they uh, make a real sharp turn into mating, but that is uh, not what's an happening. illusion. Yeah, they are in fact. That yeah. Yeah. She's kicking his ass. Yeah. So uh, the humans are like, what's oh. uh, what's that? Oh, you can say. Go ahead. Gonna, the humans are about ready to leave. What? Because they're like, we should give them some privacy. Because they're fucking animals. Yeah, and I was like, uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I don't think animals need privacy. I don't, I don't feel like this is an invasion of their privacy if you make sure that one of them isn't being murdered by the wild bird animal. Mm-hmm. I uh, feel. Yeah, I feel like animals have never needed privacy. I have seen very many animals not uh, avail mate. themselves of privacy, right. and they're you know they do what they want, mm-hmm. whatever they, they want. Right, we're we're the ones who are uh, have you know Victorian scruples. Scruples. Yes. Yes. About needing privacy. Like, th- I thought that was very That was strange. some weird broadcasting. Was very, it was very strange. Uh, <laughs> how they were like, they, let's give them some privacy. Yeah. But they uh, they head off to kind of explore the city, maybe get a mm-hmm. bite to eat, and leave uh, one inept guard mm-hmm. in charge who is looking to get ready for carnival. Right. Um, he's got a lot of sparkles on. Right, he has a little sparkly outfit, he's like juggling, or I don't know, I don't know what yeah. he's doing. And, um, what happens is, he's, he's getting ready, he, he notices one of the parrots, the white parrot, mm-hmm. is on the floor. He's a cockatoo. He's a cockatoo, yeah. He's on the floor, and, like, he looks rough. Mm-hmm. And the guard walks over to pick him up, and the parrot fucking chloroforms him. Yes, with, with like a... A rag. <laughs> where does a where does a parrot or where does okay, a cockatoo so, get chloroform? So he's in a doctory uh place place lab. So yes. Uh, does your lab stock chloroform? I mean, I have been in a lab that did have chloroform. Really? Yeah, many oh, okay. many labs. They so, probably have ether though. At yeah, least. Yeah. So chloroform is a really useful solvent for certain things that don't dissolve in other things. Sure. So uh yeah, I have, I have been in a in a lab that has chloroform. But um yeah, they might have ether, they might have some kind of like if they do bird surgery, they, like you do. they might need to have some kind of uh anesthetic. An- anesthetic. 
Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, this guard gets knocked out. Yes. They, and, they ether him. And we flash back into the blue jewel dynamic where Jewel is still just lighting this kid up. Right. And she's like, well, I'm going to escape because, like, I don't belong in a cage. And he's like, it's a real nice cage, though. And Like, this is, like, top cages I've ever seen. Like, right. And she's like, well, I mean, you can stay here then. Yeah, it's your cage now. But buddy. I'm but I'm out. Yep. And the door opens and she's like, dude, my chance. But what happens? They both just get captured. Mm-hmm. By a second set of bird poachers. Guys, yes. bird poachers are all over Brazil. Yeah, this, this is, is endemic. This is what I learned from this movie. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it's, a, it's a problem. They're working on it. I think this was to raise awareness of the situation. Raise awareness. Um, that's what this movie was about. Right. Um, it failed, but uh, no, it didn't. It, I mean, kind of, maybe. We can we can save that for the end. Yeah, we'll save that for the end. But uh, spoilers at the end. Um, meanwhile, we flash back out. Linda and Doc are like on a little Brazilian barbecue date, mm-hmm. and it's not going great. Like, there's definitely like awkward rom com vibe. Like, totally. And like at one point, they're just like the wait staff runs by with like all the hunks of meat like they do at a Brazilian barbecue. <laughs> And you can see Linda is, like, super uncomfortable. She's, like, giving off, like, vegetarian vibes. <laughs> like, maybe... Which is like, oh, chicken heart sounds great! On fire! Because I'm a bird lover, and nothing says bird lover like... Eating, eating flaming, flaming chicken, chicken hearts. hearts. Like, yeah, I... Maybe that was not the right... I mean, I, mean, I understand. I don't know. Maybe don't culturally, know. that's something he was comfortable with. That she is not, but I feel like also Minnesotans like their meat. Yeah, I don't know. I could see it going either way. But yeah, anyway. And um, they get interrupted by a phone call, which is someone from the hospital informing them that there's been a break-in mm-hmm. and that Blue and Jewel have been stolen. Right, at the Bird Sanctuary yeah. Hospital. Mm-hmm. And Linda is like immediately blaming herself. Right. Like, I should have never come here. I never should have done this. This was, you know, irresponsible and dangerous, and I should have thought about it. And then she immediately goes, wait a minute. Right. Well, because Tio, I'm sure his name isn't Tio, but I'm going to call him Tio. The bird doctor man is like, no, Linda, it's not your fault. And she's like, you're right. It's your fault. It's Tootie. (laughs) Tootie. I had that written down about right in here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Tootie is like, she's like, yeah, it's your fault. Right. You're the one who was like, we gotta save the species. And I would have been safe up in, you know. In Minnesota, Minnesota. where there's not any bird poachers. Yeah, nobody poaching parrots out of Minnesota. Just saying. And uh, I feel that's valid. Mm -hmm. I I really do. Um, And so then we snap to Blue and Jewel in a small little cage. Mm -hmm. In a dark room. Together. Yep. Same cage. Well, actually, they're walking in. Uh, they're under, a, like, a blanket mm-hmm. as they're walking in. And Jewel's like, play dead. He's like, what? Just play dead. You got to play dead. Maybe that's our only way out of here. They'll open the cage and we can we can mm-hmm. escape. And Blue's like, okay. And he does, like, really ornate death scene and starts right. twitching. Right. He starts twitching. He's like, stop twitching. Like, the twitching is selling it. <laughs> like, the twitching is giving it away. So then we go outside of the cage, and this little kid, he's maybe 15, 14? Oh, I would say younger than that. 12? I would say 12. Yeah. Yeah, he's about, he's a young kid, and he's stolen the birds for them, mm-hmm. and he's bringing them to the boss smuggler, and um, there's a whole scene there where the main s- smuggler's like, 
what do we say about this? And one of the henchmen's like, that we're going to pay the little kid twice, half what you promised him? It's like, no, besides that. He's like, um... <laughs> I don't even remember, I don't remember what, what they actually said. But um, they open up the cage and the birds are dead. He's like, I didn't buy any dead birds. Like, get out of here, kid. And so he opens up the cage and like pulls Jewel out or something. Mm-hmm. And then she bites him and tries to fly away. And he's like, oh, they're not dead. Cool. And then he pays the kid half what he promised him right he's like hey this is half he's like beat it kid Mm -hmm. so uh they they put in they put the the birds in the back room with all the other birds this is where we meet the other birds right also white bird is there he actually when jewel like tries to fly away it's the the white bird that captures that like blocks her yeah well like grabs her with his talons and like Mm -hmm. drops her uh and then you know turns out turns out he's working for the enemy right so this cockatoo yeah his name's nigel 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 voiced by uh jermaine clement yes (laughs) so obviously also not a brazilian accent not a brazilian accent a very very clear uh new zealand accent like the voice of all new zealanders in my mind yes (laughs) new zealanders to me, they kind of sound either it's it's either Taiki Watiki or Jermaine Clement. Like yeah. those are your options, right? Also, if you're Australian and uh, I meet you, I will be like, "Oh, are you from New Zealand?" Because uh, Australians never mind when you uh, think that they're New Zealanders, but uh, New Zealanders do mind when you think that they're Australian. This is fair. This is a world. World traveler pro tip. Yeah, like the Australians are like, oh no, no, bless your heart. I'm from I'm, I'm from Australia. Actually, it's like it's like American people when people think you're Canadian and you're like, oh, I'm not Canadian, but that's so sweet. It's great. I love to be mistaken for Canadian. They're so polite and funny mm-hmm. and right. That's not my, American. That's my general uh, vibe. Yeah. Of, uh, I, I consider being yeah. Whenever we would travel and people would think we were Canadian, I considered that a high compliment. Truly. So the highest of compliments. Although one time someone said we're awful funny for being Americans. That was one of my favorite exchanges because, <laughs> like, immediately I was like, "No, there's all kinds of funny Americans, like Mike Myers." And then you proceeded to just name everyone who is Canadian. Yeah, you were just like all the people from Kids in the Hall. <laughs> like, I seriously went on like a three minute rant of like all these. Like every Canadian comedian I had ever heard of, and there are a lot of them, and there's a lot of them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I guess you have a point." And then, like everyone, like the rest of our party is looking at me like, "What are you doing? Like you're such an idiot." It was, it was pretty great. Personally, one of my favorite moments of my life. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so Nigel here is like, "Yep, I I sold you out. I caught you." Like, I used to be, like, this really awesome, beautiful bird. Mm-hmm. I used to have fans and, like, like be on the cover of bird magazines. Right. It, it There's a whole bird culture that I don't understand and I'm not privy to. I understand. I, or all of this happens in Nigel's mind, and he is fucking delusional. Oh, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> so, um... Yeah. Yeah, but his thing is because he's ugly now, everyone else is going to be ugly too. Yeah, like you can't be beautiful. He sings an evil song about it. Yeah, he does. See? Told you it's a musical. Right, and this is when I was like, this is Jermaine Clement. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure of it. I've seen enough Flight of the Concords to know what this is. And or Moana. Yes. 
and or What We Do in the Shadows, which we just watched like two nights ago. But he didn't sing. He did tragically. But did I not. did recognize his voice. Yep. And I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That doesn't look like Jermaine, but he's under a lot of like it's prosthetics like, and well, hair. Well, also, apparently I only recognize his glasses. <laughs> also true. <laughs> so when he doesn't have glasses, I'm like, I don't know who he is. It's the Superman situation. It's like Truly. I I did give a lot of shit about Clark Kent and Superman, but apparently... Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement, your... that's like the only thing I see. It's yes, the glasses. Just, that's, that's all I see. Um, he's he's New Zealander. He has glasses. Jermaine Clement. Yes, no glasses, but like a pineapple onesie. Ah, Taiki Wati. Yeah, I do like that pineapple onesie. Yeah, it's real cute. I could not pull that off. I mean, you could if you wanted to. I mean, it's ninety percent attitude. I feel it is, it but is I have ten percent of that attitude. So ninety percent attitude, but like then ten percent like a gym membership. Yeah. So yeah, I have none of the attitude <laughs> and none of the gym ne- membership. Neither of those things. <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, we kind of like we go back to the the kid as he's leaving, and he's like, you know, the the lead smuggler's like, yeah, go cry to your mama. He's like, I don't have a mama. Mm-hmm. Your papa? No papa. Grandma? Nope. No, that's why I'm here smuggling birds, asshole. Like, and he's like, I don't have any family. And one of the inept guards is like, Oh, can we keep can... him? No. Um, and they um, they are then they inform you know there's like a little plot thing mm-hmm. where the smugglers talk amongst themselves like, Listen, we got to get these birds. To the airport tomorrow morning before the carnival. Right, so they can go on a plane. Tomorrow evening to get out of here. So, timeline established, right? Right, right. In the middle of carnival, we're going to smuggle birds. Sure. Through a carnival float. Well, well, their plan is to leave first thing in the morning to avoid the carnival. Yeah. And then be, like, I guess flying out when no one else is flying out because everybody's at the carnival. Because, yeah, it's, like, the first. Nobody nobody flies out day of carnival. Yeah, why? well, like, at two in the afternoon of the carnival, like, everybody's at the party. Nobody, you either got there before and you're leaving after. Like, you don't leave during. That makes sense, yes. That night, though, Blue and Jewel, Mm -hmm. they start plotting their escape. Yes. Uh, And so they're, like, rocking the 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 cage cage, trying to get out and um trying to break the cage is this when blue is like oh i guess we could open the cage she's like what yeah and he's like yeah it's just it's just a simple half pin like it's like you've never been in a cage before (laughs) and he's like you didn't tell me you fucking open a cage (laughs) you didn't ask i thought we were okay in cages like he's like he doesn't see a cage as a problem right he's fine right he's like no cages are cool they're safe also weirdly the two birds Mm -hmm. are leg shackled together when did they get leg shackled together i think that was when they were put in the cage when they were put in the cage that is a weird thing Mm mm-hmm like, I could see legs shackling them to the cage. Yes, separately. Separately. Or even, like, if you only had one leg shackle, mm-hmm. like, tie it to the cage and put one each on Yeah, I don't know. The bird. Are, are leg shackles for birds, like, is that something you can 
like get off of Amazon? Yeah, I mean, you can buy a lot of things off of Amazon. You can buy little tiny T-Rex arms for your chickens. Which, if we ever have chickens. I mean, I kind of want to buy some for my friends who have chickens. <laughs> this is true. And be like, hey, I bought you a present. And they'll be like, thanks. Are you okay? <laughs> like. I'm like, it's T-Rex arms you could put on your chickens. <laughs> still questioning, are you okay? I'm fine. Yeah. You're, you're drinking. It's fine. No, um, but. So the, the cage gets unlocked and. Jewel immediately bolts. She flies out. Right. And Blue's like, oh, something I need to tell you. Yeah. Oh, uh, Beachy Dubs, can't fly. Yeah. He cannot fly. And she's like, what? You can't, you could have told me this earlier. And she's like, well, he's like, well, it didn't exactly come up. And yeah, I wasn't like, hey, by the way, I'm a loser who can't fly. By the way, there's hundreds of species of flightless birds. There are. There's so many birds. Ostriches can't fly. Mm -hmm. Kiwis can't fly. Chickens like, can't fly anymore. She's like, you're none of those. You're a macaw. You can Macaws fly. Macaws can fucking fly. Well, not me. Right. I never learned. So there's like this whole hijinks and Sue's pursuit where Nigel, the white bird, Nigel, is the white bird, chasing them down while they're like through the streets of Rio de Janeiro through the off the roofs of the lavellas like just mm -hmm. riding pieces of like rusted sheet metal down the like roofs and it is like beat for beat like at, like name five things about Rio de Janeiro go and you're like saba soccer carnival it's like boom 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 <laughs> like, like really these people i think whoever wrote this book had like eight points they knew about Rio. I mean, I don't know that much about Rio, but like... If I was writing a movie there, I'd at least take a field trip. Right. But it looks... Yeah, but everything of, I know is in this movie, so... There you go. You know. Maybe there's some things I don't know that are in this movie that I didn't real <laughs> realize, but I feel like they played it pretty shallow. Right. On, right. on their experience with Rio. So... The hijinks and see Sue, um, at the end of it... Somehow Nigel manages to run into like an electrical transformer and like fry himself, but just like just barely like the this, comic book like this bird is like Rasputin. Yeah, he cannot he, be killed. He cannot be killed. Right, but it does like turn off power to all of Rio because all of Rio's power on went through that one on a single grid on a single grid that runs through a transformer in the middle of a flavella. Right, and uh, I think our oldest was like, I call bullshit on this. And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I've lived some real crazy places. I've, like, yeah. crazy stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, third world. I mean, Rio is like... like A solid second. It's a solid second. But like, I've, I've lived some places where the electrical grid was fragile, to say the least. Right, but Rio's pretty stable. Like, yeah, it's, it's been around for a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this... I. I don't think this would be a problem. No. It would be a problem for the, those people on that block, but not for everyone. Yeah, like, it blacks out the stadium that they're playing a big soccer game in, because of course they are. Of course they're playing soccer! In a big stadium. Right. You got all those people in for carnival. Yeah, but, like, that should be on its own grid, or at least have some battery backup. Right. Or a generator or something to be able to handle that. Mm hmm But anyway. But Yes. But Jewel and Blue do make it out. Like, they do escape. And, um... Still chained together. Still chained together, but now free. But now free. To walk? Because one of half of them can't fly. Right. So they're walking into the jungle, which is apparently right there beside Rio. Again... I mean, uh, I've never been to Rio, but, like, 
that tracks in like lots of places where you're like city and then you're like oh just all of a sudden not city we just stopped building here okay cool like urban sprawl is like I think an American thing. Like, yeah, where you're like, it, it doesn't happen other places as much. Yeah, I guess not. Like, I've been, yeah. Maybe it will it. happen. I mean, I have flown around Rio mm-hmm. in Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, and it okay. seems pretty green. I've, I've been to Sao Paulo, but I've never been anywhere else. There you go. Um, but yeah, it's not going well, though, because yeah, Blue can't fly and Jewel is pretty well pissed. <laughs> Just annoyed that she has to walk not that she can't walk so they find like this abandoned tower birdhouse it's like thing. a temple almost yeah like... it's really weird and they're like oh guess this will do and blue just climbs it right like it's nothing like just uses a beak and his you know talons to just like shimmy right. up this thing and she's like how'd you learn to do that and he's like i mean can't fly gotta climb you gotta climb and she's like all right well cool she's like well i mean you're not totally useless yeah, he is. I mean, he is, but right. like, there's this moment where she's like, I guess you're all right. Like, I'm like, no, he's still an idiot. <laughs> Did we talk about who the birds are? No. Okay, so they're Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway is Jewel. Is Jewel and uh, Jesse Eisenberg in all of his peak Jesse Eisenberg is. Like the neurotic, like, so, nervous. It's so self-deprecating and, like... Well, I wouldn't say he's uh, necessarily not, self-deprecating as much. It, it, but he's not, like... He's, confident yeah well he's, or assured he's definitely not zuckerberg uh jesse eisenberg who was like way overly confident i never saw that movie oh you would hate i it. don't think i've ever seen a movie with justin eisenberg this is my first one then where do you know him from i know him because he looks like michael Sarah. okay that's it well michael Sarah is self-deprecating right they're the same person uh but <sighs> I would say uh, Eisenberg comes off a lot like more cocky, okay, and self assured. I mean, again, he's played in no movie that I've seen him in. Uh, I've seen him in no movies. He played Lex Luthor in the Batman v Superman. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, he's all levels of arrogance. He's crazy. Yeah, um, but he can he can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost said. Um, I, I mean, I know he's in The Social Network. I know he's in Zombieland. I've never seen any of those movies, I haven't though. seen Zombieland. I don't do zombies. <laughs> I had a bad experience. After that one time mm-hmm. that you were on surgery and painkillers, and then you were like, now is a good time for me to really like dive deep into the Resident Evil uh, franchise. franchise. Never again. Yeah. There's a bad spot on the disc where <laughs> like, reality and fantasy... Ah, it's not good. It's right. just not. There's and there's, maybe too strong of a narcotics post surgery. Yeah, and so yeah, me and zombies not friends. But anyway, um, we flash back. Linda's putting up posters trying to find right blue. her blue. Um, and the little boy that stole him, Fernando, sees him, Fernando, and wakes her. The boy wakes her up and is like, "Hey, I know where he is. I know where your birds out. are." So, so like back of the smugglers, the two, uh, the two henchmen have like they're dressed up as chickens, right? Yeah, so. right. So, is the problem that they couldn't get to where they wanted to get before carnival, so they have to like go through yeah. carnival? Yeah, I think so. They're they're gonna have to pretend to be in the parade, right? Hide in plain sight. 
Um, also, like, they lost some valuable time looking for blue mm-hmm. because they escaped. And so, like, they didn't get as early of a start. So I think, like, their schedule's been pushed back. And so they're like, well, how are we going to possibly how cross we- the parade line once that gets shut down to make our flight? And they're like, we know. We'll just make a float. We'll be in the parade. Fantastic. Which, like, I call so much bullshit on. Yes. <laughs> like, parade registration had to have been in like probably three months before like there were, there's like float inspections they have standards there, yes like you cannot just show up with some like feathers half-assed. yeah half-assed glued to some shit like no we have standards no. at carnival yeah, like this isn't this is not this is not just you know some this small isn't this, town this isn't carnival. yeah this isn't the popcorn festival this isn't right. the swiss cheese festival in sugar creek like i mean you I'm can't here, just bring I'm a tractor. Here for you, Swiss Cheese Festival. Like oh. truly my favorite parade of all time. Yes, it is great because there's it's all so kinds good. of tractors, random so people sitting on T top, like Camaros. Right. Like, oh hey, Moonshine Festival Queen. Like Yeah, I see you, Tuscawara Jesus Day Festival. Right. Queen. I love the library. Fuck yes. <laughs> These are literal things my wife has screamed. I mean, at- I have not screamed fuck yes at the library, but I do love the library, and I have screamed I love the library. Yes. She but I don't I don't short. swear in public in front of children. You're welcome. Children. And owners of children. Mm-hmm. So we flash again back to Blue and Jewel, and Blue is trying to crack open the chain, trying to get out, trying right. to break it, but... Doesn't work. As Fleetwood Mac told us, you can never break the chain. <laughs> it's true. I'm real. I'm real disappointed that that uh, song didn't come up in this part of the movie. Are you? I mean, yes. Like I'm here for. Okay, here's how I feel about terrible puns. Yes. Like lean the fuck in. Yeah. You know, like I either... mean, that's why we're married. <laughs> either. You, you know, are really clever about your humor or you're like, oh, no, I'm doing this for camp. Mm -hmm. And like, this is the campier decision. I feel like you definitely are not. I'm an all or nothing person. (laughs) Like, you're you're definitely not against a ill-placed pop culture reference. Not at all. Because whenever I proposed to you, I said, I have to do this now or else it's going to burst out of my chest like an alien. Like an alien. And that's why we... Got engaged That's why we're married. in the middle of your like really crappy, messy bedroom in your apartment. Well, I was trying to pack. Yeah. Like we were going to leave. Yeah. And, and I was like, I don't have time for this. So it was it was a it was a beautiful situation. And yeah, we're still married. It was perfect, you guys. Because you're fine. Perfect. Uh anyway. And he gets attacked by the Tucans. And this is where we are introduced to the Tucan dead. George Lopez! George Lopez! George Lopez in so many kids' movies. Him yeah, or his voice or both. Yep. Um, his kids are terrible. They're out of control. Yeah. They're horrible little children. And he's just like, kind of like, I don't know what I'm what, doing. What can you do? You what know. can you do? Kids, they're shitty. I do not have high hopes <laughs> don't for Don't you want to have behavior. some? <laughs> and then we meet George's wife, who is also a toucan, which is mm-hmm. worth four Makes out. sense. Uh, and she's kind of fed up with him, but he's like super sweet talker to her and they end up singing Girlfriend Ipanema together. Right. It's their song. Yeah. 
Also, Ipanema is one of the beaches in Rio. Right. So there you go, right? Mm-hmm. See, it's a reference. It all comes back around. Right. And, um, but George is like, all right, here's the deal. We, we'll find you some help. Mm-hmm. So then we flash over to monkeys. They're on top of a mountain. They're hustling for food. They're stealing watches. They're just terrible monkeys that we lifted from Madagascar. Why are the monkeys even here? I don't know. But, like, they're literally, like, just a reskin of the lemurs from Madagascar. Like, right. And they're just like, oh, we had we had all this animation here already. Yeah. It, so instead of being lemurs, they're just some sort of monkey. Right. And they're here. They're a little fluffier. They're here and they're gone. Like, they don't develop the plot. Like, nothing important happens. Well, Nigel shows up. He's like, listen, you all work for me now. I'm in charge. You need to find these, these blue, blue macaws or I'm going to, like, kill you all. But, like... That's some real tough talk from a cockatoo. It really like, I is. I feel like a monkey could fucking destroy a cockatoo. Mm-hmm. I mean, a cockatoo does have, like, a beak and talons. Yeah. But... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, um, cage match. Like Captuachin monkey, <laughs> or I don't even know what kind of monkey it is. They're bigger. Yeah, I don't They're know. Like a a bigger monkey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kind of monkey it is. It's not. I it don't has think a tail. It's a monkey. It's not an ape. It's not an ape. Meanwhile, uh, Macaws and Tucan are heading up to the top of like a mountain because mm-hmm. uh, the Tucan's going to give Blue some flying lessons because that'll be a lot easier. Right. Right. Like like let's let's just learn to fly like. We'll, we'll get you sorted. You know, it, it kind of has the vibe of the dad that's going to teach his kid how to ride the bicycle. Oh my god, I'm so glad I didn't teach my kids how to ride bicycles. I taught Oof. one. One of them decided to teach herself, and then she decided to teach her little brother, and that worked out. Right, it worked out great. I'm going to rent her out and be like, hey, does anybody need to learn how to ride a bike? I'm renting out my 10-year-old. Yeah, she'll come over. She'll and come just... over, and she'll teach you. She's actually pretty encouraging and awesome. <laughs> When she wants to be. And then at the end, you'll learn how to ride a bike, and it'll be great. Yep. It'll be fine. Uh, But it's a whole comedy of errors, which involves them clashing into a glider, and then Blue being like, oh, I got it. This is awesome. And he spreads his wings on top of this glider that's flying, and and, um, that glider ends up, like, blowing him off. He crashes into another glider because there's an infinite number of gliders to crash into I mean, in Rio. This is, this is a mountain where many paragliders like yeah jump off. But like also, I feel it's like perfect conditions are perfect. Conditions are perfect. Right, the Wright brothers are like on it. Yeah, conditions are perfect. Wouldn't it be amazing if the Wright brothers like went to Rio instead of North to, Carolina? Instead of North Carolina to be the first in flight. And then, and then Brazil would be like first in flight, motherfuckers. <laughs> and Ohio would still whine about it. I would still it. whine about it. That would, would be so great. Birthplace of aviation is Ohio. Birthplace of aviation, or the heart of it all. And I'm like, really? It's kind of heart shaped. Whose heart is this? I was like, geographically, we kind of, sorta, if you squint your eyes, look like a heart. We're at the main intersection of several major arteries, 75 and 70s, 71. I mean, I guess so. I guess. I I feel like it should be like, Ohio, 
Western edge of the time zone. Ohio. We can be anything. Mm-hmm. Ohio. Ohio. Your backstory doesn't matter. Ohio, the vanilla ice cream of states. <laughs> yes. I mean, we have you... so many ideas, Ohio. Look yeah, us up. Hire us. Huh. Cleveland rocks. No, it doesn't. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Cleveland is incredibly adequate. Yeah. Akron smells funny. I mean, it is the basis of the rubber industry. It is true. To which I owe my job. It, so, like, I'm thankful. A, yeah. Shares but, a root word with the word acrid. Yes. Those are... Was it named after the smell? I think the smell was named after acrid. <laughs> I don't think so. You ever been but there? That's a, that's a... I mean, I have. But that's a real... A real uh, interesting question. It is. That I will have to research. You won't. I mean, probably not. No, probably not. So uh, there's many more crashes and everything until Blue and Jewel survive everything and end up on the beach down at sea level from the top of this mountain. Right. Uh, Blue never really successfully flew. Not at, any at point. all. Not at all. Um, but and Jewel just like managed to save his ass. Yeah, but they, they're still chained together. Right, and so they end up in the back of a truck headed away from the beach, and that truck drives right by. Um, Doc and Linda. Oh no! Who are looking for them? Uh, and a real comedy of errors. Yeah, exactly. Just missed it, and it uh, also I just feel like the like logistically it made for like an easier cut because mm-hmm. we've been like popping back and forth across the city this whole time. And it was like, nope, just a pan, and they were in the same shot for half a second. Yes. Um. So. The blue and crew, they mm-hmm. find little birds, um, and they're looking for, like, some sort of big guy, and he's going to help them out. Right. So, uh, George Lopez has a friend. Yeah. Named Luis. Luis. Who has a shop. Yeah. Like a, like a car. Shop? Shop. I mean, we're led to believe We're this. led to believe. And, uh, he can cut them apart. But they gotta they gotta get there first, mm-hmm. which necessitates dropping by this like bird rave. Yes, where they sing a samba. Is this why they're on the river and they sing a samba? Or no, no, this is where they're like they're in like some little courtyard or something. There's just like a whole bunch of birds and there's mm-hmm. like it's tented with like sheets and stuff. And they're just, like, having a party. They're just like, bird rave! Bird rave! Because that's how that works. And, right. like, what and I Blue's am... like, I'm also here. <laughs> well, I am is singing a samba about sambas. Right, right. But then and, he, like, Jamie like, Foxx is involved. It's he all also, thing. like, interjects with a rap break. Because he can. Because he can. Right. Okay, I was, yes. I remember this now. Yeah. And um, they start dancing and... Flu's having like all these flashbacks to being a baby and like it's like this moment where you think like this whole breakthrough is going to come maybe he's going to figure out he's really supposed to be a South American right or like how to fly or or how to fly or just whatever anything but right before that happens the monkeys break in oh the monkeys yeah and like it's a whole like West Side Story rumble like with the birds on one side and the monkeys on the other right right and they're all snapping their fingers and I wanted somebody to yell mambo but like that never but happens no. no it was a samba very, so. very sad yeah can they yell samba does that work I mean it would have been acceptable in this situation mm-hmm. I assume but no 
no uh but there's a whole fight um but blue and jewel escape mm-hmm. onto like this trolley somehow like i'm not really okay, sure yeah. they like get picked up by a stork at some point or heron or some large bird i don't know what kind of birds they have in brazil i, I have not been playing enough wingspan i don't think they have enough i don't think they have herons Ooh. in brazil i don't know i can go check i mean no. I, yeah i don't know I'm going to call it blue-footed booby. Aww, the boobies are the best. The Agreed. boobies and the titties, the they're tits. my favorites. I love the boobies and the tits. Those boobies are my favorites. Boobies and tits. I'm here for all of them. Mm-hmm. All those little birdies. Oh, birds, yes. Yes. Anyway, um, and the kid now has brought, we flash back to him, and he brings Linda and Doc to the smugglers, which is cleaned out. And he was like, they were here. Yeah, and there's like some there's like some feathers enough mm-hmm. enough debris around to like kind of prove that he's not completely. And the the doctor, yeah, is, like takes the feather and puts the whole fucking feather in his mouth and then like pulls it out. Like I don't even know what <laughs> it is. Disgusting. <laughs> and like, honest to her credit, Linda looks at him like. The fuck. Yeah, she's a little bit of a of a like straight teeth emoji. Yep. And they hear someone coming, so the kid hides Doc and Linda in like a crate. Mm-hmm. And the two henchmen walk in and they're like, Oh, hey kid, what's up? So and he's like, I'm just here looking for like more work and shit. He's like, Cool, you can come with us. We we got a float, we're gonna go and get in the carnival. That's where all the birds are. And like they're doing a total plot dump to this kid. Yeah, a hundred percent. And be like, you know, you're not supposed to know about it, but we're gonna tell you everything anyway. And the kid's like, Well, can I come with you guys and help out? And they're like, Yeah, sure, kid. Whatever. Yeah, sure. We can always use an extra hand. Mm-hmm. And um they take off and Doc and Linda are like, Alright, well let's chase him down and so they hop on a motorcycle. Yes, they hop on a motorcycle. And Doc's in front and tries to drive. And it's kinda like well, he like hits, he guns it, and it just like does a wheelie and like crashes, and he's right. just like, "Oh." And she's like, "Do you even know how to ride a motorcycle?" And he's like, "Of course you know how to ride a motorcycle." I'm crashes. like a cosmopolitan Brazilian man. Yep. And uh, later he's like, "I mean, no." <laughs> so Linda jumps on the front, and he grabs her from behind, and she's like, "Oh, it's just like a snowmobile," and just takes off tearing ass through mm-hmm. Rio because she's awesome. which it is. Just like a snowmobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably pretty similar. I don't have a lot of experience in snowmobiles or motorcycles. Same. Same. But, you know. It seems like they're of a kind. Snowmobiles. I feel like snowmobiles are a lot more like jet skis. Maybe. I have done a jet ski once. And then, like, uh, motorcycles. I, I feel like it's another layer. Yeah. I mean, jet skis famously don't have brakes. I mean, no. That's not how they work. So, you know. But you just gotta plan your stops. Yeah. Um, anyway, back on the trolley where Blue and Jewel are hanging out, like Blue is getting ready to like make a move. Like he had some emotions. They danced a little bit together down right. the road. They were starting to feel like a vibe. Uh and so Nico, who's the other the who's fat the bird. Little, who's the little bird? Yes, the little bird is Nico. The big bird is, is Pedro. Pedro. Nico, the little bird, is uh, Jamie Foxx, starts, like, trying to set the mood with some, like, right. sexy music. Right, so he sings the sexy music. Uh, they're on the river, right? 
No, they're on the top of a trolley. Oh, on the top of a trolley. Okay. Yeah, this isn't Little Mermaid. Like, I mean, whatever. Uh, and Blue's trying to like express his emotions, and he sucks at it because mm-hmm. he's a emotionally stunted male. Right. Which I can relate to. I'm glad. Yeah, I, I see a hand. Wing. Whatever. Right. Um, He ends up, like, choking on a pedal. It's not a good look. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before you can really get any sort of traction, they arrive at Luis's garage. She's like, great, we're here. Let's go. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, And Luis is... Luis is a bulldog. Yeah. Voiced by... I don't remember who. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan! I did look all these people up, but yep. I don't remember any of them. Uh, And he's got... Plans to separate them. Uh, he's got a table saw. Right. He's just going to put them through a table saw. Well, put the chain through the table saw. But, like, the chain is attached to the birds. Yes. And, like, table saws are, like, not to be trifled with. No. And they also- killed Johnny Cash's brother. They'll kill you. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, every, like, I took shop class in high school when that was a thing. Right. And did your teacher only have, like... Nine fingers? No, he was he was all fingered, but really? like yeah, he uh he definitely demonstrated uh kickback for us with a table saw by just like throwing a piece of wood against the blade and he had like a old um like really thick mm-hmm. um like tarp, like like an army surplus tent. Right, and it like punched a hole in it. Well it hit that thing and it was like whack and like boated out like 15 feet and then it like kind of came down because it was like a huge piece of tar. right right and he was like you don't fuck around with the table saw bitches if, if that's your chest <laughs> you're going home with hopefully a couple broken ribs right that's your best option if not we're trying to pick splinters out of your back through your front yes so don't fuck with the table saw don't fuck with the table saw but anyway so yeah he's gonna throw it into the table saw blue and jewel are like not as on board with this plan. Yeah, they're like a little nervous. Uh, and Jewel ends up flying off. Blue's still stuck there. There's a whole um, harsh moment um, mm-hmm. where like Jewel's like, just believe in yourself, you dipshit. Like, you mm-hmm. can do this. Like, you're built for this. Just do it. And he's like, I can't. Like, this isn't a choice. Like, right. I just literally... Right. Like, I'm not being an asshole here. I just don't know how to do this. Right. And, um... They end up, like... Getting tangled up and falling. And then, like, Nigel... Like... Or not, not Nigel. Nigel. Um, Luis. Luis grabs their chain in his mouth and, like, ends up kind of falling over the edge of the... T- of the table saw. Also, Luis is real drooly. Right. It's so, like a medical condition. Yeah. And, and so I was his, like, or you're just a bulldog. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> and, but his drool goes up into the, like, shackles where they're on their ankles. Right. And they just, like, swoop out. They just lubricate it up and swoop out. And mm-hmm. they're like, that's kind of gross. Yeah, but it worked. Still gross. Still gross. I still feel gross. Yep. And, um... Like, Blue and Jewel, like, split. Right. Jewel's like, I'm free. Bye. And Jewel's like, all right, well. I'm flying. Yeah. Peace. And Blue's like, all right, well, I got to go find my peeps. Like, can somebody help me? I got to walk. Yep. And uh, Nigel shows up as Jewel's flying away. Doesn't Jewel come back for him? 
No. Okay. Jewel gets captured by Nigel. Oh, before she can come back. Yeah, she she's kind like of turning, thinks about it. She's turning around and seeing him walk, and it's like, aw. Yep. So, um, so Raphael, the toucan, is, like, giving um, Blue a pep talk about how he can, like, chase down Jewel and, like, run her back with right, the two little birds. Yeah, and fly and stuff. And the two little birds that saw uh, Nigel capture Jewel show up and, like, like, Dude, Jules been kidnapped. Like they're gonna steal her. Like this is all bad. We right. gotta go rescue her. We're like in Plan Q. Yeah, they have to go to the carnival to save her because somehow these little birds. That's where she's gonna be. No, that's where. Yeah, I'm not really clear on how they got to that logical jump. Right, because the the smugglers never talked in front of the red bird and the little bird. No. The red bird and the little bird are just like wild birds doing yeah. their thing. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they knew the plan. Very blurry on that. But we go down to the smugglers float and it is absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's a real shitty float. I feel like they would have been booed off of the like carnival stage. Mm-hmm. They would have been like, no. And somehow, like, Doc and Linda show up right at the right moment to they capture are, him. And they are dressed as blue macaws. They well, have to, like... they're humans. They're just dressed normal first, but they're trying to go in. And they're like, no, you're not performers. You can't go in. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fine. We'll find costumes. So they find the first costumes they find. And they dress like blue macaws. Because that was conveniently... They're, like, matching blue macaw performers. And Doc looks like blue... Mm-hmm. And Linda looks like, um, like well, I mean, Jewel. they have these heads. Yeah, like the heads are shaped like the corresponding macaws. Right. Like the the body shape and everything. Is but it's very basically similar. like a a sparkly bikini with a head. Yeah, that's which what is she's, which is your carnival like basics. Yeah, and she's got like you know sequin wings like yeah. over like a shrug for like that go over her arms, and, mm-hmm. but still very much. Bikini. Pretty much a sparkly bikini with yeah. a head. And she's very super conscious of this, and Doc is immediately smitten. Right, and also, like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's carnival. Like, that's my dentist. You know, like, this is just, it's what we do. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And uh, as she comes, as Linda comes out, Say You, Say Me plays in the background again. Right. So much Lionel Richie in this movie. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't every movie have so much Lionel Richie? Uh, what would... I feel like the last movie we watched had a lot of Lionel Richie in it, too. I don't remember what it was. I, um, it was Hello. Hello. Oh, it was Community. Yeah, we were just... I feel episode. like I've just seen a lot of Lionel Richie uh, <laughs> in uh, things. I don't hate it. And I'm not mad at it at all. Yep. And so uh, Linda gets immediately kind of like yelled at by this Portuguese-speaking guy who she can't understand at all. Right. Because she's supposed to be on the float. Because like, he's looking for... Yeah, yeah, you're late. You you need to get on the float. Like, all this stuff. And she doesn't know what he's saying. But he shoves her onto the float and Doc has to, like, kind of chase after her. Mm-hmm. Because she's, like, the centerpiece. Like... Right. She's, like, the central dancer. She comes up through the floor out of, like, there's, like, a pneumatic lift. Yeah, and like the petals of a flower open, and there and she is, there. in all and her she's glory. Like, uh, I'm just like a girl from Minnesota. I don't know what I'm doing. And like, and I'm sparkly and probably impossibly pale, but right. like, right. And uh, again, Doctor Bird is like, you have to shake your tushy. She's like, I don't shake my tushy. I'm from Minnesota. We don't do that. So. But while she's up there at the top of the float, she can see Blue. She sees him running by on 
um, on the back of uh, Luis, mm-hmm. uh, headed for right. The float. I see Blue. He's riding a bulldog. Yep. And he's headed towards that chicken float. And Blue sees her, and he's got to decide: Do I go back to my to Linda and like this is awesome, I can get out of here, or do I save Jewel? Do I try to save Jewel? And he decides to save Jewel. Yes. He's so like, that's we have good. to go save Jewel. Yep. And so they chase after the float that Jewel is on, and arrive. And crash through the side because there's like all kinds of holes and it's made out of like paper mache. It is made of paper mache. Um, at one point, Blue is on a skateboard getting there. Like it's a whole weird. Yeah. I don't even know what all happens. Okay, so the the chicken float. Yeah. Is headed to the airport. Right, because it like breaks off. It breaks off of the main parade route mm-hmm. to go to the airport to unload all of these stolen birds. Right. To other places right but like blue gets on that thing is immediately captured and put in a cage by nigel Mm -hmm. and then that float like diverts off the main path again i feel that's not how parades work like yeah there's not like shortcut parades were you in marching band uh no i've never played an instrument long enough to be in marching band i played you're in corral that's right yeah i played uh i played a instrument long enough to be like this sucks i'm not doing it anymore yeah um no i was never in marching band or the flags or anything yeah like, like i've never been in a parade either no i'm fine I've, with that i've literally never been in a, well i have been in parades but i've never as like why were you in a parade if you weren't there are other people like tuscarora's jesus day were you a fair was, queen that i was not aware of? i was not a fair queen no no okay i would have let you know I mean, that would have been selling <laughs> I, point. I would have led with that. I would have been like, I'm Lisa, and I was, like, this fair queen. And you would have been like, mm. Swoon. Oh, you would have not. You would have been like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like that's a personality profile. But, um, they do come with scholarships a lot. No, uh, I, I, was, I was in parades uh, before, but not like... Just, like, throwing candy off floats. Yeah, just throwing candy off floats. Not like, yeah. not like anybody of consequence. So, um, but they, they, but yeah. they all swerve off. Say, parades don't have like emergency swerve off to the airport access. Yes. No, that's not how that works. But the kid is like on the float and he starts kicking pieces of the float off to Fernando? leave. Like a, yeah. Fernando starts kicking pieces of the float off to leave a bread trail, breadcrumb right. trail for the next float that comes off. Like fully Hansel and Gretel. Yep. And they get to um the airport loading up all the birds loading up all the birds meanwhile doc has taken over the float that linda is on that linda was dancing on they steal a goddamn carnival float this thing is like, like the a, size like of my house nice, like a nice carnival float it has like lights and like animatronic wings on right, a bird right it's like it's a shit yeah it is not something that would go missing lightly no not at all and they steal this thing, and so as the smugglers are taking off in the plane, mm-hmm. Linda just drives straight towards the plane. Yeah, like baller move. Yeah. Um, but the plane takes off anyway; mm-hmm. just barely grazes the float, but it doesn't stop the plane at all. Um, and we're on the plane with Blue, who's you know Linda's or not Linda, uh, Jewel. Mm-hmm. Is kind of like resigned to her fate, right? But Blue's like, "Nah, we get I I can get out of here." And they're like, "We're right. on a fucking plane. Like, even if you open the doors, we're all just gonna die." 
Like, we're like, in a cage, uh, in I a mean, plane. you guys fly, right, motherfuckers? Yeah. And so he comes up with a whole elaborate system of pulleys and ropes to open his cage right. using a fire extinguisher. Also, he's good at cages. Like, he can open cages. Yeah. And he breaks out, and then he opens all the cages for the other birds um, and opens the rear hatch, and all the other birds fly out. Mm-hmm. The blue blue cannot because right, he's like, he can't, fly. can't fly. Um, so Nigel shows up, hurts Jewel, like smashes her into the side right, of the hurts wall. Hurts her wing. Hurts her wing. Um, and then Blue uses the fire extinguisher to like blow Nigel through the front window and into a jet engine, like legit. And my kids are like, "Oh, he's fucking dead." Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean. That is a routine test for jet engine airworthiness is shooting birds into them. Yeah. It is not a test for bird survivability. Right, right. Not and not not for the faint of heart. Like there's so many tarps. <laughs> like, they do that outside where they it, just hose it down it's, afterwards. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It really is. Um they do recommend thawing the turkey before you blow right. it into the engine. Bird, bird strike. Bird strike test is not, uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. But some miracle. He does. I mean, we don't know that at this point. But. He is going we to fi- We find out he does survive. He just is like naked and ugly without all of his feathers. Yeah. And we'll be back for the sequel. Yes. Is there a sequel? I can't imagine there's not. I don't know. Um. The plane, like, though, is going down because it lost that engine because apparently uh, a fat cockatoo can take out the engine on this plane. I mean, I don't know how big cockatoos are, but, like, a turkey... Yeah, I can. ...can take out a plane engine. But that's why plane engines have, like, five engines, and they're designed to work with just one engine. Yeah, like, there's like, a lot of redundancy. There's a lot of redundancy. Granted, this, this particular plane does not look like it's... Very, very well. Also, I could see it not being well-maintained, where it's it, like, oh, it was designed with four engines, but it can run on two engines, so two engines, okay. You know, like... Yeah, it seems like it was kind of sketchily maintained. It reminds me of the Mandalorian's plane, or spaceship. <laughs> where it's just, like, fucking taped together. Yeah. With, yeah. It also, with it's whatever we almost had the same proportions, where there's the cockpit out front, and, like, a really big cargo hold, a bat rear trap thing and two engines on the side yeah like it's really kind of reminds me of that but not in a complimentary way i mean neither of them are i would say like real stable aircraft yep and so the plane's going down blue and jewel have to make a jump for it yes and they do and jewel can't fly because her wings busted blue can't fly because could never fly so as they're falling jewel's like duh fuck it kisses Mm-hmm. him full on the beak there's beak to beak smooching which i don't know why we need to anthropomorphize these things same but but you know it's whatever. shorthand for they like each other mm-hmm. and blue has this like i want to live moment <laughs> spreads his wings and instantly and the last second knows how to fly yeah can fly I will say he doesn't fly well. Mm-hmm. Like he's a little warbly. He's a little warbly. Almost he's runs into some shit. Carrying another bird. Yeah. So like, even if he could fly, all of a sudden you weigh twice as much as you're used to weighing. Like, yep. is a big deal. So Linda and Doc and the kid are all at the airport, and they're like laying around dejected. Right. When Blue and Jewel fly back to the airport. Right. How do they know to go to the airport? 
blue nose to go to the airport. How? Uh, he has been imprinted on humans. I guess. But, like, I feel like that's a real big assumption. I don't know. That they would still be at the airport? Well, he didn't even know they had tried to save him because he was locked in the hold whenever mm -hmm. she was in the float. Like, I don't know. I just feel like maybe that was a little... That's the point where I'm like... <laughs> Suspension the, the, this is the point where all of this falls apart for you this yeah. point this point not evil cockatoo singing elaborate songs yeah <laughs> but this point to know that they went back to the airport so um yeah so they show up and blue and jewel or blue and linda linda have their great reunion and jewel flies down and kind of lands a doc and doc's like i promise i'll take care of you like mm. i'll respect your autonomy we're gonna do this right like we're gonna be fine Right, I have real scruples, so it'll yeah, be okay. I'm sorry I locked you in a cage. I've had a learning moment while off screen, apparently. But also, like, how... I don't know what else he was supposed to do. Just be like, go be free. Like, don't ever Get make poached. babies and it'll be fine, you know? So, they cut to an animal, like, sanctuary that apparently they've set up? Yeah, so the... the real hard, real the fast. The denouement in this is, like, I'm gonna Bonkers. say five years later... Because there's no way that this is just, like, like next in week. a year. Yeah. Fernando's there, though, but he's not significantly older. Yeah, Fernando's the there. He's not significantly older, but it's very much implied that, like, he is uh, cared for or even perhaps adopted by either uh, Bird Doctor or Linda or both. Yeah, because Linda and Bird Doctor are definitely friendly. Yes. At one point, they're hang gliding during the closing musical number, and they, and like, they hold, hold hands because they're sharing a they hang glider. They hold hands in the hang glider. I feel like, you know, voluntarily it's... sharing a hang glider is a relationship step. Yes. I mean, I would. I'm real cheap. So, and also, I don't know how to operate a if hang glider. It, if it's half price, the hang glider. Well, and if, like... <laughs> If you know how to operate a hang glider and I want to go hang gliding, neither right. of these things are true. Right. I'd be like, oh, I'll hang glide with you. You yeah, know sure. how? Sounds good. But like, if I hold your hand it? during hang gliding, maybe that says some things. I mean. If I'm not just it's panicked. Like, it's like when you, when people hold hands while they're like running away from the enemy. That was my favorite part of Star Wars. Yeah. When uh, Finn was trying to hold Ray's hand and she's like, stop trying to hold my hand. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't run with you holding my hand. What? This is bullshit. It was my favorite part. Yes. <laughs> but um, they've got a new sanctuary. There's a musical number. Blue and Jewel have babies. They have little poofy babies. They're so cute. And it's great. And it ends. And we have Samba credits. Samba credits i i think they are way superior to rap credits i mean rap credits are great i think there's also a rap break by will i am in the samba credits how can there not be yeah because he's around yeah will i am i feel like will i am if you're just around him long enough he will just burst into some he will break it down he'll break it down to a rap he'll break. be like he'll yeah he has his uh grocery list <laughs> it just happens yeah it just it just spews forth yep yeah I don't know. That or he has like some sort of tech product he needs you to invest Maybe. in. Uh, yeah, so Samba credits. That's and, it. and then that's when we have the denouement with Nigel being like a naked bird. Oh, yeah, Nigel. And you're like, oh, it turns out he's alive. He just was stripped of all his feathers. And yep. he's going to be really pissed in the, cr in the sequel. Right. That's it. And that's it. That's the movie. So what did you learn? First off, tragically, I did learn something. Yes. 
uh, not necessarily from this movie, but as research for this movie. In the Googling. Uh, the blue macaw that is featured in this as an endangered species is functionally extinct. Yes, now officially. Officially. They, so sad. Uh, they are extinct in the wild, and I believe now the last of the mm-hmm. um, viable pairs have also passed on. So, rest in peace, Blue McCall. You had a good run. I mean, sure. Maybe. I don't know how long you've been around. I I don't know either. I don't know if you're, like, particularly tasty or Mm -hmm. beautiful or whatever, but... Right, we salute you. We salute you. We pay our respects. Pour one out for the McCalls. I mean, I'm going to drink it in your honor. Yes. Don't pour out anything for anybody. Yes. Fair. Fair. Uh, What else did we learn? Uh, Stockholm Syndrome, still a thing. Yeah. When you're chained to someone, you end up loving them. Sort Always. of. Kind of. Somewhere. Somebody Somebody grows feelings. Yeah. Um. Uh, da, da, da. Totally a viable choice to just, like, go to Brazil to breed your bird with a man you just met. Is that a euphemism? Sure. Cool. Yeah, nothing bad can come from that. Yeah. Also, like, did she stay in Brazil? And if so, what happened to the bookstop? Uh, yeah. Like, I um, think she did stay in Brazil. Because then, like, I don't know. Because there is in the closing credits, there is a montage of, like, a bookshop that mm-hmm. appears to be in Brazil. The Blue Macau bookshop in Brazil. Right, so they just moved to Brazil. They're like, we're moving to Brazil. Small local town bookshop is now a small local town bookshop in another country. Yes. Like, hit us up on the interwebs. Sure. That's not how any of that works. Could you imagine shipping an entire bookstore with the books yeah. internationally? Yeah, it seems... It'd be like tons. Start over. Start over. Like, yeah. maybe they just peel off... Like it's a franchise. Right. And be like, hey, Blue Macaw Books, you can be, like... Yeah. With, with stores in Rio and Minnesota. It's the dream. <laughs> yeah, I didn't learn anything. No, me neither, really. It, but it, it was an okay movie. It was fine. It, it did what fine. it was supposed to do, and I have no real qualms with it other than... <sighs> whatever. It was neat. Other than previous qualms that were mentioned. Fair enough. Yes. So. Yes. That's it. That's it. Okay. Well, on that note... Please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.